back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score. This is Peter Ferguson, and again, on the ones and twos, we've got Mr. Harrison. Harrison, we got a number of people that have commented on the streams. I'm sure some of them we want to want to avoid. I think Mike Alvarez, like two weeks ago, I do want to give that comment. He sent a note on. He goes, great show. What was that life vest that you were wearing? I was wearing <laughs> he goes, you, got a puff, you look like a puffer fish because I had on a vest. So I was like, yeah, say that to Foreman next time and see what happens. But yeah. how can people get a hold of us, and what are some of the comments coming in? Yeah, absolutely. You guys can always join us through the Sarah Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951. You can always put a face to the voice through that route. And a lot of people just saying join, putting out a tag out there, letting us know they're in the show. Some people uh, saying, don't you just love how all sports media has gone dark? Referring to the Dylan Rayola <laughs> news. Some people are very, very eager for that oh. news. But this is bigger than the score. Nothing's broke yet, so don't worry. I just checked my Twitter. Um, you guys are fine. But if something does happen to break, we'll be sure to mention it right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, um, we've kind of flipped the script a little bit, and um, we had Gore, um, who has kind of taken over the reins and, and just kind of asked us about whether well, this has been our last show of the year, things that have been takeaways, have been moments for us. And then we also have Coach Rump here, who's the coach over at Lincoln High and formerly over at Southwest High School. He's an avid listener. And so getting his perspective and then Harrison just kind of as he's produced the show, what he's taken away. So I'm going to turn it over to Gore for a couple more minutes. Yeah. Um, it's just a question I have to get off my chest. <laughs> Pete, why? <laughs> Those cowgirls, man. Why? Wow. Wow. See, that's going to be a whole nother. Fitness fanatics do not need to worry about coming in. Um, Jeff and Nicole, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and um, re reprogram Gore to completely understand. But the long and short of it, my dad was born in Nacogdoches, Texas. And so lived there. And um, he is just, he was a diehard. I mean, um, there was a few things, death, taxes, and the Cowboys. Yeah. And I remember one year I did, we, he was in the military, so we lived in about eight different places. And I remember going to Seattle. We lived in Washington State. He was uh, stationed at Fort Lewis. And I tried to switch over to the Seahawks. And I think I got kicked out. I got kicked out of the house. I think he physically removed me. And it was about a 30-minute switch. And then I came back. But when they were like 1-16, in 16, I mean, he had a bumper sticker. We have a lifetime subscription to the Dallas Cowboy newsletter that is um, used to come in a paper form. And um, I, now it's digital. And, I mean, he paid the lifetime subscription. And so uh, we will forever have that. So Cowboys are through and through. Um, that's just that's – just, that's the way I go. I'm honoring him, but also we're, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to Las Vegas next year. Yeah. Uh, Harrison, how about your Bears? What's going on there? <laughs> oh, man, I wish you wouldn't have done your research for that one. Yeah, so the Bears, tough run here. Uh, you know, I think it's a management top to bottom problem. You, we talk about the quarterbacks all the time. You know, try to try to name your favorite quarterback out there. It might be you might end up with McMahon as one of the best yeah. um, or Grossman. You're, you're really picking hairs there trying to find the best bears qb but it's like a management problem i was always a bears fan started when i was young i actually have an older brother he's a packers fan so i had to zag on him oh Go are you, you can't be so you're a packers <laughs> fan as well yes, cut, his mic. cut his mic <laughs> uh, yeah i might have to do that <laughs> but that, that is the exact reason i'm a bears fan i had to find a way to get under my brother's skin has not gone as planned as i'm sure you've been uh, on the fortunate side of that end seeing the 
Packers continuing continuously beat the Bears. Yeah, have Aaron Rodgers say, um, "We own you guys." Jay Love now. <laughs> now it's Jordan Love. Uh, you you might have to answer some questions yourself because you're going to go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to possibly Jordan Love. How did you end up becoming a Packers fan? Yeah. So um, my first memory of watching uh, this kind of this doesn't really age me. It kind of tells you how young I am. <laughs> but my first memory of watching uh, the NFL was watching the Packers win the Super Bowl. Um, against the Steelers with Aaron Rodgers, and that was with my dad. So that was like my breakthrough with the NFL. I never was a big football guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I played soccer my whole life, um, and my dad was big into getting me into soccer. So football wasn't really my forte, but watching the Packers win that, that was like my first big NFL experience, and I was like, all right, let's go. See, I'm a similar story, but we end up losing. I was watching the Colts <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, Devin Hester, shout out him. He yeah. brings it to the house yeah. on the, I think it was a first punt return or kickoff. Uh, but he brings it in for the house, then it was it was Colts all the way through. But yeah, different Super Bowl experiences. Uh, Pete, were you watching a Super Bowl? Is that how you got locked in or no? No, you know, like I said, it was from birth. You see the picture posted <laughs> and you saw BHS Productions on Twitter and um, other things every game day. I- I'm posting a picture of me in a onesie yeah. as the Dallas Cowboy <laughs> onesie. And um, without fail, I did switch it up one game. And, you lost. and they lost to the Cardinals, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I am um, I am staying with the one pitcher. I think I was like oh, four years old, and um, that pitcher will go up. It's got to go up right after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's that. It was it was really since it was really since birth. I mean, my dad. We would go on Sundays. Um, we go to when we went to church. And um, he would watch his like if they were playing at eleven o'clock, like he would bounce. <laughs> like we would have to find our own way home because they were on every Sunday. And mm-hmm. so like if they were on the early game, you know, um, some places uh, AD will, will can attest to this, um, that, you know, the sermon would keep going and it would go a little longer and he would excuse himself. Like yeah. we thought he was going to the restroom and we're there with mom and we're like, where's dad? <laughs> and we also knew not to interrupt him. Like he had his own room that he watched and we did not interrupt like the game or we sat in there and watched with him. So that's how you got family time on Sunday for three hours if, if with the Cowboys piece. Sundays are for football yeah. and the boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coach Rob, what about you? What's your uh, My uh, NFL experience is going to date me a little bit because oh. I'm going to go, uh, I'm a Packer fan and I'm going to go like pre-Super Bowl and wow. not like, Last Super Bowl they won. I'm talking <laughs> yeah. before there were Super Bowls is when I was a Packer fan. Yeah. Back in the days of Bart Starr and Jerry Kramer wow. and players like that. See, you're going to have to get on Google and look that up, Gore. Probably. So. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I recently picked up this little uh, like plaque that has uh, Brett Favre's Super Bowl win, and it has like all the players from that team. And I'm like, Super Bowl – what is that number? It's like See, Roman, Jeff, it's Jeff like Roman might, numeral. I was gonna say Jeff might hold you over for the next, the next, you know, the next segment and everything with that. So Gore, um, kind of, I know we're gonna run out of time, but just kind of as we kind of close the year out and everything else, what's a question you want to ask each of us, and then I, I kind of have a question that I want to pose to everybody here. Yeah, um, I mean, one question might be like a two-part question: is what is the greatest piece of advice you've ever received uh, just like throughout your life and what is one piece of advice you'd like to 
give back to the people. Mm. Coach Rump, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, let's see. When I, when I entered teaching, one of the greatest pieces of advice I got was out of a, a, a little booklet that said, uh, everything I learned about teaching, I learned from kindergartners. And it was a little one page quote that said, kids work harder for teachers. They like, mm. Mm. and oh. I, that is something that's really true. And, uh, I would always tell new teachers that I had an opportunity to work with is, uh, you know, that, and, and coaches as well, when I've had a chance to talk with them, I don't know any kid that has actually gone out and tried to make a mistake Mm -hmm. and, and to keep that in mind when you're getting frustrated with their inability to, whether it's grasp a math concept or an inbounds play or whatever it might be. I know our level of frustration as teachers and coaches can get pretty high, but I, I always go back to there isn't anyone that's, that's gone out there to say, hey, watch how mad I make coach here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, well, Harrison, I'm going to ask you quick. Go ahead, you. Uh, yeah, you know, trying to think about it. I Honestly, when it comes to the quotes, a lot of it right here on the show, and uh, yeah, this one's actually from a song, but it, it applies so well to what I do. It's actually a Kid Cudi song. It's just the people I've met, places I've been, all who make me the man I so proudly am. And that mm. that lyric right there means a lot, right? Because I can take every interaction, what I have here on the show, the places I've been, I can use every opportunity to learn better myself. And, uh, you know, it's a Kid Cudi quote that not a lot of people would think of, but that quote right there, I mean, it sticks out a lot to me, and I I try to service it just about every day with through my job. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, for me, it's, you know, one is don't close the door on opportunities. You don't know exist yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think, I, I think back to that engagement with so many people, but like you Gore, you know, um, you know, if I'd have never engaged or kind of had to banter with you, I'd have closed that door and never knew what everything could exist. And you sitting here today and D- DP, same thing, like not taking that lunch. You like you close. And it's so many people close the door on opportunities. You know, if they think about that current moment and not how things, as I said before, um, will move forward. And then the other one is it's, it's their journey. You know, um, I've had my daughter on a couple of times. I've spoken about her and um, Coach Rump, you know, that's been one of my quotes is like, it's their journey. And and I think as I've listened to scholars coming to that space and, and Harrison maybe attest to this is we've asked, what's a piece of advice that you give to parents or coaches or educators? And it's like one, I think Shandi, uh, uh, Sandy um, said it, like, do do your job, do your job, but don't be them do your job Mm -hmm. and let them let like it's their journey, whether it's athletics, whether it's education. Um, and I think, um, the more we hear that it's not just hearing it, but let's apply it. Um, whether we're in the stands, whether we're coming for parent teacher conference, like it's their journey. So those are the things that I have taken away. Um, as we close, I, cause I, I want to give just a couple thanks and appreciations at the end of the year. What's a piece of advice that you would have Gore to others out there? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the things I've learned is just from like taking a leap of faith. Um, You never know what's going to happen until it happens. So kind of keeping everything, not counting out opportunities and not counting out people um, because people change and you can change. So don't, uh, don't be like one, one minded um, and don't have tunnel vision. Uh, (laughs) This is funny. Uh, I played basketball in middle school. I suck at basketball. 
I'm terrible at basketball. <laughs> I'm really bad at basketball. But I played middle school basketball at Mickle. Um, shout out the missiles. And my middle school basketball coach was Dion Gaskin. You yeah, know Dion? Dion you know Dion? Dion, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. He can't say peripheral vision to save his life. He always told us, you needed to use your peripheral vision. And we were like, what is this dude trying to say? He's like, peripheral vision. And so him not being able to say that kind of like opened my eyes to the word peripheral and just like being able to see things through your peripheral vision, not just being tunnel tunnel visioned. Um, so kind of opening up your eyes and seeing things as for what they are, not what you want them to be. Awesome. Well, you know, what I want to, first off, I want to thank you for coming in today and Coach Rump, the kind of, it was unexpected drop in as I sent a note to Harrison. This kind of came to fruition after the fact, but um, I think it was a great way to kind of end up the year and, and still keep on the focus and the foundation. I also just want to thank all those who have kind of tuned in um, regularly, have sent notes, have expressed interest in being on. Also want to just give a shout out to Harrison. Um, I know getting up at 8 a.m. isn't always the easiest. And so, I, you know, um, though he'll say it's his job, he's he's really put himself into it. He's made the, the guests here feel comfortable and feel like they truly belonged in this space. And so with that being said, I want to wish everybody happy holidays, however you may celebrate. Um, and what I'd say is everything's bigger than the score. And we'll see you in, on January 7th for a new episode on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Pete Ferguson.